Hi, everybody, and welcome to three special episodes of Leader Horse to Water. These are three Christmas gifts to you of between five and ten minutes where Susan and I talk through listeners' questions. Hope you enjoy them as much as we enjoyed delving into them and coming up with some solutions. Coming up in the new year will be my Improve Your Positive Reinforcement course at understandhorses.com. Check that out. I think it's going on sale at the end of December. Uh, Also, Susan and I are running a Train Clean, uh, another interactive workshop, this time on chains, back chains, and we're going to give you some homework and fun stuff to do. Whoever your learner is, be that a horse or if it's the weather's bad, you can do something with your dog, your cat, uh, your fish. We're happy to make it multi-species. So do join us because it's it's always great fun when people get together and share their learning experience and share their training. And finally, just a heads up that in May 22, I will be returning to Hazel Heaton's wonderful place, Nine Acres in Norfolk, and we'll have a live practical clicker training workshop over the weekend of I think it's the 7th and 8th of May yes and I'm considering a professional day on the Friday that will be only for professionals or those wanting to become positive reinforcement trainers or add it to their current skills so that you can practice these things privately away from clients and discuss things discuss business and how you set up as a positive reinforcement trainer so do get in touch if any of that floats your boat we'd love to see you there okay let's get on with the podcast welcome back everybody this is the second short episode that we're doing of the podcast Uh, a little bit like having a nice Christmas gift, a small Christmas gift for you this 2021. This question was sent to us by Lisa. Lisa's one of our lovely listeners in Australia, and I know they're recovering in their area from terrible fires. So hope everything's well with you, Lisa, and wishing you the best for 2022. Uh, Lisa's question was about how we would go about planning the training for sending a horse to a distant target. So first of all, what distant targets could we mean? What could we be considering? I know you've been doing something recently with B in terms of a target. What have you been using? Uh, So I've been using a hula hoop for her to step into. Um, I've also done a bit with mats. Um, In the past, I have done stuff with cones, but I don't anymore because I use cones for other things. So to prevent confusion, but that end code would be another option. Maybe a cone with something on the top. So it yeah. makes it look different from the other cones. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that I'm pretty sure Lisa has done some mats, pretty sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, those are all, most people have got a stationary target that they could stick inside a cone or a hand target they can stick inside a cone or a hula hoop or, you know, your car mat out of the front well of your car, anything really, it doesn't have to be exciting. So how do we think we might set this up at the beginning when you and I are thinking about how we decide how we're going to train a behaviour? A lot of the time we're going to look at what a horse can already do. So I know what um, Lisa's Chizzy can do, but should we try and make it a bit more generalised so that people who don't know Lisa and Chizzy can actually have a consideration? So we would look at what the horse can already do. So what would be perfect to be able to do if you wanted to teach sending to a a distant thing? What what would ideally be a behaviour you already had on cue? Well, 
for me, for B, for example, I can walk with her somewhere and I, I can stop her somewhere. So that would be a place to start. I could walk her to the hoop, stop her in the hoop and then mark that and get a nice history of reinforcement just for standing in the hoop. So we think yeah. about the shaping. I want to start at the end of the behavior that I want, which is standing in the hoop. So I'm going to errorlessly, there you are. I've been learning, Trudy. <laughs> good, good. I'm going to errorlessly show her what I want at the start. I'm not going to take her five meters away and just click when she looks at it because I think that's a lot of trial and error. If I say, right, stand in this hoop, I'm going to give you a lot of reinforcement standing in this hoop. It's a great place to be. And then work backwards from there. Yeah, brilliant. And for anyone that's got a wiggly horse that tends to try and go off wherever it fancies and, and not follow them quite into the place they want to do, they could set it up with poles or a cone channel and the hula hoop or the target or whatever you want could be at the end of that little channel. So it just kind of guides you in with that and not too narrow either to begin with. Um, and so then you get them standing in the hula hoop and you click and reinforce for that. So they're in it. What do we do? We don't want to keep reinforcing them for being in it. A few times is good. It makes it a sort of hot behavior. But what do we do when we want to get them out of the end of that shoot that's brought them into the hula hoop to stand on? How, what are we going to do in terms of a, a good reinforcement loop to shift them out of it? Well, we've got a few options. If your horse has a backup, you can use your backup cue to reset them. Um, and then feed them again once you're back in the hoop. If you don't have a backup or your backup's not very reliable, you could put a bucket just outside of the hoop so they have to escape the hoop to get the food and then look back to go back to the bucket. I was saying earlier, wasn't I, that with dogs, it's so easy, you just toss the food away and then next minute they're back on their, back in their hula hoop. But the horses, it's just thinking a bit differently how we're gonna get them yeah. out of the hoop getting yeah, them I mean, into it isn't the hard bit exactly we did discuss this a couple of podcasts ago about you know the potential for throwing something that had food in it and that is you know I, I think we get blinded by a horse is not a dog you can't do this that or the other um, I'm quite sure that there are some horses that I could comfortably train to follow food if I threw it you yeah know, those, I am those, actually those. doing it with B we are working on it we got cool. a dog toy but she she doesn't have any paws to open it with, so I need to think about how to open the dog toy or you know, think of even, another thing to use. Even if you have big enough, you know, like Agrob's um, hay pellets to throw, they're big enough that if they know to look for them, so it's just a case of training that reinforcement loop. Obviously, if you're working in a sand arena or a rubber and sand, you're not going to want to throw food for them to find because they might find a mouthful of sand as well. But we're basically saying... You know, there are two different behaviours. There's being in or on the target and there is getting into it. And the two are yeah. slightly different. And ultimately, really, it's the getting into it. So although we want at the very beginning them to be excited by being in it and being on it or touching it, it's actually the approach and getting into it that we really want to do if we're going to send a horse at distance to somewhere so yeah. potentially we would set up a situation where they walk with us to the thing. If it's a mat and you, they step on the mat and you reinforce them, then 
is follows that that behavior of standing on the mat. So in Lisa's case, I know she has a bucket reinforcement loop. So instead of clicking and hand feeding, she'll say bucket and off they go and she drops food in the bucket. So she could have the bucket just forwards enough that he disengages from being in the, the hoop or touching the target or standing on the mat and off they go. And then they can do a circuit back in. And then it's just a case of putting some more distance. So it's so attractive to the horse and they understand the cue that you develop to go on to the front of that behavior of going and standing on it, whether you're with them or not, so that they really want to do that thing. And then you can start to send them and you, you stop your feet about a meter away from it. If that, you know, 20 centimeters away and they go into the, the onto the hula hoop or touch the target without you. And then you just start to break that down. So you're further and further away each time when you stop. Sounds really straightforward. Is it not straightforward? I think that doesn't sound too complicated. And that sounds, you've made it sounds very straightforward. I feel yeah. like I could almost attempt that. Yeah, so you, you will, won't you? That's good. So watch this space, Lisa. We'll have a video for you of Zoom uh, with B. But yeah, I think in theory, it really is that simple. We make it way too complicated. What we don't like doing is breaking it down into those tiny bits and taking a while because you want the whole behavior of either touching the target or standing in the hoop or standing on the mat or whatever it is. You want that to become so hot that it's like a magnet. And then effectively you're back chaining. Hey, yes, and we do have a, um, <laughs> we do have coming up in the new year, a lovely workshop with back chaining. So yeah, it, you are effectively back chaining from the hoop, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. To get into it. So you're doing a endeavor to walk on and then get into the hoop. So Suze will, Suze will have a play with that and see how she can on. But let us know, Lisa, and hope that that was helpful. And we'll be back soon with a, another short episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And would love if you could reinforce me just a little bit more by sharing it on social media and with your friends. It's been a fantastic year. Loved having you along for the listens and especially for these three shorts. If you have any questions that you'd like answering in the new year, or if you have any guests in mind that you'd like me to talk to, drop me a message at www.equine.training or you can email me trudy at equine.training or find me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Insta. All the best for 2022 and we'll see you in the new year. Thank you.